0: So from a scale of one to William Regal, what's your guys' rating for Adam Pearce's War Games announcement on Raw? Giving it a 9.5. 9.5. Very respectable. Radiza, what you got?
1: So, of course, I knew that he was leading into saying it in the beginning of his sentences. So, of course, I'm like super, super duper excited. I'm going to give him a 10. Cause he hit that mug with so much passion. I yeah, was I, like,
0: yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to get we're going it. I'm going to get Maroon Regal. He had the glasses that he took off. He was into it. He was, he was absolutely into it. And the cool thing was like the fans was there for it too. Mm. Like for him, you know, he, how, you know how he set it up. And then the crowd popped before he said war games. I was like, well, anybody who thinks that that match mm. isn't popular with the fan base. Here you go. It is so we got either a 9.5 or a William Regal from the scale of one to ten. Shout out to Adam Pierce, nice job, man, very nice job. Still ain't you know like I miss seeing Regal say it, but when he did it, he took the glass off and hit. It. I was like, I can live with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can live with that. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, so we we talked about our thoughts about the match. Eternal, you know, via X had sent us his thoughts on who was going to be in it. We talked about the last pod. He is 90% of the way. Because right now it's four on four. We got to get the five. We know it's a five on five match. So we got Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins versus JD McDonough, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. So after watching Raw on Monday, are y'all changing your thoughts? on who the fifth members are going to be on each side, or are you sticking with what we talked about on Sunday?
1: I'm sticking with it.
0: Hey, so it's, it's a funny inside joke here. Now
2: I'm watching some basketball right now. Because I, I didn't really watch the NBA last season. Long Lifelong basketball fan. But I'm really excited about this year. My Pistons got a lot of great young talent on there. CP3 fan, Steph Curry fan. So I'm really interested. So I watched the Pistons game okay. against my Warriors last night, man. Kid and candy store. After the game went off, I'm like, all right. <laughs> time to get three hours of Raw in tonight, right? We we on a text message with one of our homeboys. And Brandon was like, E, and this is like, it's like 9.35. Like, E, you ought to be sleeping at 9.40. I'm like, get out of here, man. <laughs> I'll be up at least another hour, hour and a half, right? I can cram it in there. Went upstairs, got ready for work, ironed my clothes. I had the show on. Sat down, put my hands behind my head, crossed my legs. So yeah, he called it. He's a little bit late. It wasn't exactly a 940, but it was like like 10, 15. You know? So I didn't see anything. Really. I don't actually remember what I actually saw of the show. Um, I
0: don't remember what I saw. Uh, I don't remember show. at all. I don't
2: know how much <laughs> show I even watched. I'm about to go back
0: and look at it. What a hell of a way to start the pod. Well, episode 81. Woo-hoo. I am your host, Matt, <laughs> joined by Eshan that did not watch Raw. for watched are watched Raw. Shout out to all of our listeners and supporters of the pod. You guys know I shout you guys out each and every pod, or I try to anyway. And we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Our Our last podcast, which was Sunday, Uh, is the highest listening ship that we've had of any of our pods in 48 hours. So shout out to you guys. I don't know if you guys took to heat when I said, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, but you did it. So continue to do it. We appreciate it. Of course, continue to follow us on all the socials. Follow us, of course, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us some reviews too. We haven't had a review in a couple months. And as I said a couple months ago, we see the numbers, we know you're listening. We absolutely know you're listening now. Leave us, leave us a five-star review and some comments. That would be fan-freaking-tastic. So we talked about War Games already. Um, probably the other biggest thing that came out of Raw was now we know who Rhea Ripley's next challenger is at Survivor Series, and that's Zoe Stark. What's your guys' thoughts about Zoe getting... That's no S. (laughs) Oh, you
1: heard that? I tried to do it on the the, slide. What's your
0: guys' thoughts about Zoe getting the shot? I think we know that Zoe's not going to win the championship. But anybody they would have put in there against Rhea, I don't think, would have been favored to beat Rhea. But what's your guys' thoughts on Zoe getting that shot in a couple weeks?
1: We just talked about Zoe on the last episode. And just like (laughs) how great she goes in the ring. Um, I guess maybe missing something on the on the speaking part, on the mic skills, but I was actually surprised to see that she actually won. I love the final sequence of how that played out and how she won. Um, I'm excited to see it just because she is so good in the ring and we know Rhea is great in the ring. No one's going to expect her to win, but I think we're going to be in store for a hell of a good showing.
2: <laughs> you felt that. <bad. laughs> So excited from a level from a rating of one to ten, I'ma go 0.5. 0.5? Point point yeah, point five. They better put some seasoned salt in that woman. They better put some 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 salad dressing, some mayonnaise, ketchup.
0: You
1: trying Must to eat put, Zoe? Put,
0: put all the condom, condiments
1: on her.
2: He's trying to eat Zoe.
1: He's trying to eat, put, Zo- he's
0: trying to eat he's Zoe. Definitely, he's definitely oh. he, he's he saw her in that full body outfit on Crown Jewel. And he started talking about seasoning, salt oh. and salt <laughs> and pepper. We gotta yeah, watch dude, they out. Need, man. They need to. They need to look, man. She's boring. Oh, she's boring. Boring. I will uh, say that um, she needs something to her character for sure. I wouldn't call her boring. not something. Yeah, I wouldn't call her boring. Okay, so who's 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 more entertaining, Zoe Stark or?
1: Back dimples. Naya, oh, <laughs> bag dimples. Yeah. Oh, 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 Raquel. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. I never believe this. I maybe I was dreaming, but I remember Naya Jackson being on my TV,
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and I couldn't look away for some reason. I couldn't, I couldn't fast forward through it, so I don't know if this really happened or not. But I remember being mildly entertained. See, she's I was good,
0: like, Damn. man. She was, I was like, Damn. good. She. she...
2: She ain't that bad on the microphone. She, a, she, so she has personality.
0: Her, did you see her in the ring or was it the promo?
2: Man, I don't remember. Like I said, I might have been. Was she, was she on raw, first of all? Yes, I don't yes. know. Two yes. seconds. Okay, because <laughs> I I might have saw her as I was falling asleep. But I've seen some clips of her recently. And she's entertaining at least. Right? Like, you I know, don't know about her ring work, but she's entertaining at
0: least. I am so proud of both of you. Rhodesia and 80 what episodes I went from calling MJF a crackhead to now saying he Russell. wrestle. She said that on Sunday's pod. Mm. And you, E, I'm so proud of you, man. You went from about 15 episodes of saying get this woman off my TV of now you're having dreams of her. Oh my god, I like it, man. I so like can it. I ask a quick question? Mm-hmm.
1: I know y'all just twist and turn everything I say, but I don't remember calling MJF a crackhead. When did I say that?
0: Go back and listen to episode no, you did, one. you did, yeah. Go back and listen to episode one for sure. It is there. It is. This documented. what we
2: talking about, man. We be on this on this podcast and show. I
1: ain't never said that. No, that now, e, you be making up. You e oh, e see, will yeah. flip flop. E All will right, say so one that, thing dude. about one thing. in no, the no. next episode, uh-uh. I'm like, e, that's the same thing I was arguing with you last week about. No, so no, no, no. I don't no. remember the crackhead. Maybe I said crackhead and took it back.
2: No, and then y'all ran real? with that. I think we actually have a. um it's one of the, the, the hits. It's one of the hits. One of the episodes, too.
1: yeah. yeah. Yep. Hey, one I'll send too, a listener sure. a dollar if they can find out what episode that was on that I call MJF Crackhead. I just said it. Which one? So,
0: I just said episode one. It was our first episode.
1: The first episode?
0: Episode one.
2: Started with a bang.
0: Yep, you sure did.
2: <laughs> Self high five.
0: <laughs> Dang. Well, I'm, I'm much higher on Zoe than you are right now. Yeah, I do. Like I said, I, I agree. She does need something i think just the uh just the badass character doesn't work when you have rhea as a champ Mm -hmm. because there is no bigger badass than that and you got Mickey lynch who was the man she's a badass so she's kind of in that um to me she's kind of like in that Champa role where like
1: comparison yeah
0: yeah, like they're kind of like the yin to they're like the same person almost. You know, I,
2: I hate to say this is like I'm not a Vince guy, I'm an anti Vince guy, especially in the last probably 10 years of him running creative. This is when she needs like a, a gimmick. She's mm-hmm. a gimmick, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Not, not every wrestler can, not everybody can come out there and just be an extension of themselves and be entertaining. She needs. She needs a character
0: from a scale of. One to the worst thing your ears have ever heard. E, I can't ask you. You didn't see it. It is the second week now of DIY's music.
1: It was actually much better.
0: to the worst thing you've ever heard. Where you putting it?
1: I'm gonna put it probably at a five. It wasn't bad the second time hearing it. The first time I heard it, maybe it was just more of the what. So then now I already know going into it that it ain't gonna be what I was expecting it actually wasn't that bad.
0: That ain't it. <laughs> you might as well give me that uh Johnny's. I don't no, know. No, that's
1: I, it's better than that fake Johnny Rebel Heart one. ah uh, it's close. And you know what it is? Maybe too because I'm looking at the full production. So their Titan Tron in the back, I think is slick as hell. No, I love cool. how they do that side by yeah, yeah. So maybe I'm add I'm thinking about that too with it. That it doesn't sound as bad because the visuals is amazing for it.
0: Next week, next week when they come out, just close your eyes and listen.
1: Play like this. Yep, okay.
0: and you're gonna be like, "No, nah, this ain't it, Chief." Yeah, okay. I'm telling and you, never are have nightmares w- of it. Next week, that rebel heart, raw, ha- it wasn't that hot, bro. The first hot. one was the NXT version was one of the Absolutely best. No, uh, yeah, let me th- here's the thing.
2: I want y'all to play. We we gonna maybe when the show go off, we are gonna play the song together and we are gonna close our eyes.
0: Go right, we're gonna close our
2: eyes, Rambo, you know. We're gonna imagine Rambo, a hot chick running out Rambo. to the ring. That's what that's 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 what I expect when I hear that song, Zoe. I because you want to, he to hot... eat her so
1: much, Zoe, it's because <laughs> you want to eat her so much, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe, food just be so seasoned, <laughs> you know. What she
2: she, you know, I hate to say it, she's not in my sight too seasoned, hmm. and that's why she so, needs so. a gimmick.
0: I like Zoe, I like, I like, so we got Zoe Rhea. We have the War Games match, Mm -hmm. which um, I'm starting to think if it makes sense for Drew to turn in the next week and a half. And then Cody makes a call to one of his friends. We kind of all know who his friend is. Maybe they don't announce it, but if he says it, we all know that's Orton. And then we do get Orton in that match. Um, It looks like we're going to get Miz and Gunther, which I think we kind of talked about that already. We kind of knew it. Uh, looks like they'll announce that officially next week. I was really hoping for Chad Gable, but looks like we'll we'll get the Miz.
1: What? Well, was well, So real quick before you leave that, how? What happened at the end with the ricochet kicking out and like it, the the refs think that it was going to be a like a double count um pin, and then the announcers didn't. It just seems so clunky.
0: Well, um, he's. Boy, Dave Meltzer reported that Ricochet was not supposed to kick and he kicked out. Oh, he so went he into made. business for himself. Well, He no, went into saying, business for himself. They were, saying, they were saying he's a little loopy. He may, he may got a discussion go. earlier okay. in the match. Okay. Or yeah, not, I, okay. not, not on the splash, but earlier got in it. the match. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't okay. supposed to kick. Got he it. kicked. And that's His why instinct. it was the you know, Yeah, the confusion that we saw. So next week, they're doing Ivar against Miz, and the winner gets the match with Gunther.
1: Okay, so because that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a double yeah. pin. Got it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, pretty solid first three matches announced for the show. I am interested to see the the trailer for War Games does have the women in it. I am interested mm-hmm. to see if they try to put together a five on five women's War Games. I'm interested to see what EO does. Um, so they got a few more things that they need to do, and then they got to they got to do something with the bloodline bloodline being solo and and jimmy they've got to be involved on that show but that's in two weeks which is crazy because what were you about to say
1: between the both y'all have y'all ever remembered a war games being only a four on four even back in the day
0: you know i honestly don't remember i would have to look i don't honestly Um, remember i can can pull it up now because
1: i would rather just have the four on four that's announced now I don't know. I just I just hate when things feel like it's thrown together. Same reason why, like, I don't want a woman's one, because I just don't feel right now that there's a five on five. Unless, again, you bring all the faces together and all the heels together. I just we know, just for, not...
2: we know part of the fun will be for them to, you know, hey, we need a partner. Right. And that's like the, the story thread of them looking for or recruiting a partner. Right. Kind of like we saw in AW somewhat.
1: I guess you got two weeks to do that. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, and the the story is there with Drew. Yeah, either like, that's side.
2: The, that's the anticipation, yeah. like, all right, who, yeah, like, yeah, who's going to recruit Drew? Who, what team is he going to be part of? I mean, there's definitely stories there, especially for the women, right? You can see like Bianca and uh, Charlotte, like, you know, trying to scout to see who they can get on a team. They, they can make like some nice like, little story threads for that.
0: All right, so then let's let's try to do a quick five on five women's war games. If they were going to do it, who you got?
1: Um, for sure, Dakota's still out, right? She's still injured? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was going to say, that's foreign damage control. So let's okay, say you so call then, it three so you got damage control. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll could say Kyrie right now at this point. Kyrie and Bailey. Bailey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
0: mm-hmm. you got three. Who's the other two?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Piper and Chelsea.
0: Okay. All right, so because those
2: are the hills. You hey. on the other side. You know, Bianca, Charlotte's, um... Shotzi, right? Because Shotzi yeah. and Charlotte just pinned the TAD champions. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so now you got three. Did you do um, Asuka? And I think you can get Asuka so you can get some anticipation of maybe does she turn in the match or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be or maybe not.
1: And Natty, especially after her video package she had. Yeah, nat- natty, like,
0: She was speaking. She was talking, wasn't she? Yeah,
1: like <laughs> she said, I've been the most successful woman in this <laughs> company. There was a great,
0: And I remember seeing it too, but it was a great, somebody clipped it and put it on social media uh, last, well, during the match on Monday, she's outside the ring. See, this is Battle a Royal E. So she's outside the ring. There's a spot where Andy Hardware goes to kick her. She kind of moves. Then she eliminates Indy. Well, I forgot who was in the corner. It may have been, I forgot who. So don't, don't, like, I can't remember. But she's, you can hear her say like, move. because there's about to be elimination and if they didn't move, that would have completely messed up what they were trying to do. And just goes back to, of course, having having veterans in the ring. Mm -hmm. You gotta have veterans in the ring, just like in sports. You know what I mean? But So, shout out to Natty. Natty is somebody Mm -hmm. who's gonna have a job forever and she deserves it. The work she puts on, puts in, is is incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, that was kind of it from a Survivor series, even for Raw. There were some other things that happened on Raw. It was a pretty good show, but, yeah, I know you're you're gonna go back and watch, so Absolutely. Uh, we, can, we can leave it there. Um, What else? Oh, Radiza, you wanted to... You're you talking you about the bloodline. Yeah.
1: So, here we go. Once again, Crown Jewel ends with Roman Reigns winning the way he has been winning for the last how many years? Three. Do I think it's kind of stale? No, but it's very predictable. But again, it's nothing that we didn't think was going to happen. We knew that this was going to happen. So now that we have the same old, same old outcome for Roman's match, are we ready for his streak to end? Or are we going to try to get to 1474 to be Hogan?
2: So we're we going to go back in time, right? I, I guess you guys are going to forget that WrestleMania 39, you guys were, you know, being the super smart fans and was cheering Roman. You're
0: talking about something that happened seven months ago? That's cool. Yes, we're going oh, down, we're the, story.
2: We're going down okay. the story. we going down the story. You guys are cheering. The best finish in the world, right? Ooh, it was fantastic! Roman, fantastic, probably and the and best said, I've ever seen. And I asked uh, you guys, I mm-hmm. said, "What's next for What's next for Roman?" Because it's the same, it's it's the same finish, the same thing for all his matches. What's next for him, right? And so fast forward to where we are now, you know, he's had like two title defenses since Mania, and it's been the exact same finish, the exact same situation. Because I say that, like most fans right, at the end of that Mania match, we're kind of like, damn, I wanted Cody to win that. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Maybe it's not his time. People try to convince everybody, oh, it wasn't right for Cody. It was the right moment. We were at Ford Field when Jay lost to Roman. Don't remind me. And we remember we were sitting there, and like we just kind of... Don't remind me. Like, the crowd, we just kind of felt dejected. And I don't necessarily think it was because... You know, like it was like, damn, Roman did it again. It was saying finisher. It just kind of was like, man, I think I think everybody was kind of was hoping for something different, something new. And I don't necessarily think that Roman is stale, but it's been kind of the same thing almost every two to three to four months, whenever you see him. Like, right? It's a bunch of interference. You know, he almost loses the match. Somehow he wins. And at the end. It's just Roman standing tall again. And then for me, I felt like it's just that, look, I don't know if this would have hurt Cody or not, but I felt like it's just been downhill for Roman and the bloodline in general ever since Mania. Because, you know, we had the peak was with Sammy. It kind of, Cody kind of rolled the wave after that Mania match. It's just been a slow deterioration with all the momentum that he had back to where we are now. So, we may get a finish to the story at Mania 40, maybe, maybe not. But man, I don't, it's going to be a long hard to get there because right now I think that a lot of people are getting kind of tired of seeing the same old, same old, same old with uh, Roman.
1: So then do so, you think that, are you ready for the streak to end then?
0: Kind of. When would, how long will Roman have to hold the title to beat Hogan's record?
1: Another 310 like days.
0: Another 310 days? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> He's at 1164 now, if my math is right. And Hogan had it for 1474.
0: So you're talking about August, September?
1: Sure. Something so like that? 50 days from November, October, September, yep.
0: Well, something drastically we have to change if they if they try to prolong it that long. Am I ready for it to end right now? No, I'm not ready for it to end right now. But I know they're doing this on purpose. You know, I kind of said my piece on Sunday's pod just around every match is the same, which means that's what Cody is going to have to overcome in that match, and they can tell that story. But I also think they want the fan base to be over Roman as champion. So I think this is also a plan, too, because if you have, if it, you can't go into Mania or whatever match whatever match we he has with Cody for the title. It can't be 50-50 split. It can't be 60-40. You need like 99 You need to hate Roman one. at
1: that point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It would be so that if, one, but <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I would not. No, Mania is <laughs> time. It's it's time. It, unless they figure something out to where they can drag this out again, which I don't think they will. It's time. It's just it's it's time. For me, I'm ready for now the next part of the story of he loses the championship. Now what? So I think there's a lot of meat on that bone that they can do and tell a story for a long time with that. So am I ready for him to lose it like today? No, I'm definitely ready for it to be over though in April.
1: I'm at a point though where... And it's probably just my disdain to Hogan that I do want him to eclipse that. I want to wipe the record books of Hogan for the longest or second longest reign. And, and I want Roman to get it. But how do we get there without being like completely over Roman and without it completely feeling like you are only doing this to, to break his record. And I just go back to his matches that he had. And I feel like if they were matches where he either dominated the person we will be talking about something different, but he had only Jay and LA Knight that he went against and you had to protect them. So you had to have all those interferences. I think though, they can build it where Roman there's a, there is a world where they can build Roman for another almost year. It'd just be who he's going against that he could annihilate. And you don't get all that same old, same old funny business at the end, because if he was just a dominant killer, like Brock, Granted, mm-hmm. he had um, Paul Heyman, too, on his side. But if you were just a dominant killer like Brock and just running through these guys, we would feel different about that. It's just that we're so tired of seeing the same old, same old. You, the match starts off um, slowly paced, at least for me. It picks up some maybe close finishes. And then finally, we have an interference. Roman wins again. Like, I think that we're just over that. That's why, like, I don't think Roman is stale. I just think the way his matches end is stale. But I do think we could get there, and I really just want him to wipe Hogan on the record books, off the record books.
0: There was a report. I'm looking at it here. I wanted to make sure. Okay. Tell me what you guys think about this. Allegedly, uh, WWE currently has no immediate plans for Knight to win the Royal Rumble or challenge Reigns for the title at WrestleMania. Internally there is reportedly a belief that LA Knight has reached the pinnacle of his popularity despite being a beloved figure in pro wrestling. Although Knight's merchandise sales are thriving, WWE seems to be shifting their focus toward other storylines. Justin Barrasso, who is a writer for Sports Illustrated explained that LA Knight needs to connect with crowds on a deeper level at this stage.
1: So are y'all going to call him a hater like me?
0: Yeah. Well, he's not a hater. I think if you take it for what you hater for, <laughs> From what they're saying, he has inside information. Yeah, I don't think that's a uh like a perception. I think he's or an fact. opinion. Like, Got that's it, what yeah. they think. If that is accurate, if that is true, one okay, I can see the part about making a a little bit better connection with the fan base. Because what you don't want to do is become a caricature of the fans. Sit on their hands just to chant "yeah" during your match on your offense, and then they're not emotionally connected. I get that. But if that's accurate, what's your thoughts on they have the biggest name, arguably, in all of wrestling right now, and now they're like, all right, we're done with you for months or however long. Try to get yourself over some more, and then we'll pick you back up when and where it makes sense.
1: They don't consider him number one, two, three, or four of the men, and that's just what it is. He's not Roman, Cody, Drew, Seth, and Gunther. So if I he's probably number six. Don't forget Sammy. Sammy, six. don't forget um, Jay. I forgot about Jay. Yeah, I didn't forget about. So that's what I'm saying. He's just. It's just everyone can't be one, two, three, four. They just can't. I say that really fast. I probably should slow down. Got <laughs> guy.
2: Well, it's been um, the, the 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 booty around the net has. Is- for, I mean, L recent run is that he has his attractors within the company. He has, you know, it's kind of a, you know, he has his, his fans and then he has some guys who think that maybe he needs a little something extra. And maybe he does. Like, right? Like, if he really truly has something with the crowd, let Ellie Knight continue to build and ascend to the top. I mean, this doesn't have to be the end for him. Just because they're not necessarily going to build the show or the company around them this doesn't mean this is going to be it. Like, look, if, if he's going to get over, he's going to get over. Cause I, I think that this is a new dawn in WWE to where, um, like, you know, back in the day with Vince McMahon, you kind of feel like he will put the the boots on someone's push. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like, if he decided that somebody was done, they were done. Like, right. I don't think with Triple H, head of creative, I don't think that's the case. I don't think it's necessarily even a pause. I, think, I feel like, okay, look, we're going to build to possibly Cody at Mania, right? And we need to get there. So in a lot of ways, maybe you don't want to go full-fledged in the LA Knight train, right? Because right? you don't want anybody to be bigger than Cody, right? Especially if you think right. that he's going to possibly end the streak. You want everyone to have full investment into Cody. Right, so I mean, this might be a good opportunity for him to kind of flesh out his character, get a little bit more depth, um, get that struggle that you guys love, and then we'll see what's up after Mania, right? Because well, there's a lot too... of titles in that in that company.
0: And, and, and to to that point, I mean, I guess just when I read it, it kind of just threw me off a little bit. But all it is is saying what I've been saying is next for him should be the U.S. title,
1: oh, or the next, or what he's saying is what I've been saying. He's not getting in before SummerSlam of next year. Oh,
0: yeah, but I'm saying, saying, but down. that US title can still be big. That can be a major program with him. Absol- well,
1: absolutely, it can be.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's not like a demotion to me. But yeah, like, if they have all their plans flushed out for Cody, for the Usos, for Sammy, for Seth, for Gunther, all that's flushed between now and hell, uh, that one show they got, I guess, in August next year. Is it built in Belgium, uh, right? Yeah, I think so. Say if their their main event plans are kind of fleshed out, depending on injuries or whatnot. And free agency in 2024. That's still a big deal. Mm. It, 2024 is going to be bigger than 2023 was when it comes to wrestling news. I really believe that. But if they got all that fleshed out, okay, well there is not a spot for night. But but just kind of just to read that the part of the one that kind of threw me off a little bit was just there's no immediate plans for him. I'm sure they have plans. Maybe they're just not main event plans right. for
2: him. Man, look, it's no secret that he is one of the hottest commodities in wrestling right now. Triple H knows exactly what he has for him. But you know what? Let's 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 keep on the same path of secrets. I want to ask you guys, like, who's who's because we know we are wrestling best kept secret, right?
0: Hey, there it, it is. Let them know. <laughs> tell a and Tell a friend.
2: Who do you think is a a best-kept secret in the world of wrestling right now? Who's that person you think is kind of flying under the radar that you think at any given moment is going to break the glass ceiling, so to speak, who's going to take it to the next level? I'm going to give you my example. Hmm. Steph DeLander. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, Rhodesia. Um, But this woman... Was forming NXT. She got released a couple of years ago. She's really rebranded herself on the indies along with um, Matt Cardona. Uh, she's kind of like the she's kind of playing the scary Sherry role, but she has an amazing look. She um she can talk like the best of them. She has awesome charisma. Like she is ready-made for someone's primetime television. I would love to see the two of them back at TNA. In January with a new production budget, by the way. I I do not want to see VHS-style production on that that station anymore. But I feel like she is somebody who is ready-made for prime time. I would love to see her get to the next level. Who do you guys have in the world of wrestling, any company you think is going to blow our socks off this time next year?
1: Ooh, so you added something extra on the end, blow my socks off next year. So let me just go off of, I had two, because best kept secret. I have one like on the indie scenes, and then I have one that's that's known, but I think to the majority of WWE fans, they don't know this person. So I'll say that one first. I think Will Ospreay. I think wherever he goes, and I want him to come to WWE, he is going to be a household name coming to WWE. If I have to pull back and maybe not go so, so extravagant with Will. This is a person I like. I don't think she's good on the mic. I've never heard her on the mic. But when you talk about Aura, Killer Kelly from TNA Impact, she's sexy. It's something about her that you mm-hmm. can't take your eyes off of her. How she wrestles is just like like this exotic style. Like, so she definitely has a gimmick. I'm going to go with Killer Kelly if you're looking at something kind of on the indie scene. And I know Impact is not indies, but you know what I mean.
0: Those are good ones. All actually, all three of those are good. So if I had to go indie, Steph is a really good one. Um, give me—I would go with Speedball Mike Bailey.
1: Oh!
0: I haven't seen him in a match. Take it. That forgot wasn't at him. least great. I've seen him probably now six, seven times live total, Dang, I forgot and about every him. single time, like I'm like man he's got it he's absolutely got it so he's somebody that for sure is wrestling's best kept secret unless you're of course our hardcore you know indie fan and you know what's going on where it is you went with somebody in wwe i'm gonna go with somebody in aew and it's not really i'm gonna say it's a best kept secret because i don't think this person has wrestled a match in aew yet up to their full potential and that's malachi black Mm. I remember watching Alistair Black in NXT, thinking to myself, oh my God, when he gets to the main roster and he is in a co-main event in WrestleMania, his entrance is going to be incredible and he is going to steal the show. And I remember when he came in, I was super excited. I still think House of Black is fantastic. But if we think about some of those takeover matches he had, I don't think he's been close to that in AEW. And you got to have some singles matches. I was
1: about to say, he did have part dance partners like that there. Yeah, yeah. At so, that time is, meant-
0: so if you say if somebody by some chance is not familiar with his work in NXT, which I'm sure they are, Collision's rating again showed Saturday that there is a ton of overlap with WWE fans and AEW fans, more than the vocal minority would probably ever try to tell us. Because if you look just online and social media, you would think it's like, one or the other. And it's not. Because I think they put in like either their second or third lowest rating like in collision history and they didn't even go head to head with mm-hmm. WWE. That show was hours before, but I think people just had their full, their their fill of wrestling after, you know, a three hour show. Uh, I'm sure people still watched on DVR, but I digress. I think it's Malachi Black. And then say if I had to pick, so then let's stick with that. And let's, let's say, let's go with somebody that Is getting the push, quote unquote, but, and it can be anywhere, AEW, WWE, Impact, TNA, but you're like, man, I still want to see much more. They haven't even scratched the surface of what they could do. Do you guys have one? You go ahead, Rhodesia.
1: I want to say, and I'm also ignorant in speaking on this. I just know of all of the um, energy that I've heard about her, but. I'm calling her Ember Moon. God dang it, what's her name? Athena. And R-O-H. Athena. I watched a few matches of hers. But again, we know what Athena is. I've watched her in NXT. I know mm-hmm. who she is as far as a wrestler. Sound, safe, great. And I just think that I, she probably would have been my my answer to what he asked, but I haven't watched enough of her matches to, to say personally that Athena yeah. is, is who I would pick. But, I mean, everything I'm hearing about her, She's only scratched the surface in ROH. Get her off ROH, for starters. Get her off of it.
0: Man, I don't know. Like This this is a different conversation. Real quick, so hold that thought, but I do have to say this. And I think it's a travesty she's not on Dynamite or Collision because just tonight on Dynamite, we're getting Samoa Joe versus Keith Lee. Mm. Samoa Joe is the TV ROH champion. The, The Bucks just lost the ROH trios titles on Dynamite last week. So don't give me the, well, ROH proper is only on ROH shows. No, 95% of the ROH, it feels like is on some type of AEW show, except for Athena. And I, I think that's that's a travesty.
2: I was just going to say, like, I, I think you know, they need to go ahead and scrap ROH and then start over with this. Because I don't know what the hell they're doing with it. Um, it's ridiculous. Re- it's man it's almost like i don't want to keep coming on here and crapping on our good friend tony khan but like whatever he was trying to do with that it ain't working man i was really trying to give them a shot give them a chance that they need to start over it ain't working like you you bought that company to put it behind the paywall ain't nobody paying to see that and at the same time going to athena she you think about like i think that the women's Roster on AEW can use some some sizzle. Yep. And Athena can definitely help them. Yep. She's a veteran. She can go. She can talk. She can work. She looks good. Like, why is why do you have this woman trapped behind the paywall so no one can see her? Use this woman. And I also want to go back to to Malachi Black, because you know he's one of my favorite wrestlers. And I remember when he debuted with AEW and he had those matches with Cody. And Malachi Black kind of helped start turning the crowd against Cody right because Malachi just was so cool. And yes, I love House of Black. I think they're phenomenal. But there's so many big singles matches we haven't had with Malachi Black. Number one, we got a glimpse of it with Kenny Omega and Malachi Black. Yeah. Why haven't we had that match? There's so many first-time matches. I understand that he's been injured a couple times or whatever the case may be, but they gotta figure out a way to get that man on in prominent positions on that show, because there's room for him to be on that show. And I don't know what it is or who he has to like, you know, talk to, you know, because I think like some of the opportunities that Swerve is getting, right, and and, and Swerve is like my it's like my second favorite wrestler, so I'm glad he's in that position. But he's another one that should be getting that same exact opportunity that Swerve is getting. Let that man go. I feel like he got the chains on that on that man. Let him go.
1: Do you think part of that though is that Swerve was taking was not taking no for an answer, and he got over and pushed his way through? Or do you think maybe Malachi, because some of the rumors is that he wanted to go back to WWE a year or so ago? Do you think maybe he's just kind of not milling it in, but not advocating for himself?
2: You know, I would I would say there's something. I would say something probably happened behind the scenes because you know um, we don't know. Right, but we know about what the what the scuttlebutt was. We know what the booty mm-hmm. was, right? But we know for one thing about my man Swerve. Number one, I'm not taking anything away from that man. That man deserves every opportunity he gets. He will be the next, uh, but he will be the first Black AEW World Champion. Um, but one thing about Swerve, Swerve has been saying ever since he got there, I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm gonna make WWE regret um, releasing me. Like right, I think he's one of the guys that says like, hey, they somebody hollered at him. I say, I'm good where I'm at. Don't call me no more. Right? right? So I think that a lot of powers and B, they see him working hard. And I also think that Swerve, his creativity, he's probably always talking up like, hey, here's my character. who what I want to do. And he's bringing something new to their ear all the time. And I think it's one big thing about AEW and their creative. I think that you got to kind of be in their ear often. I'm not sure how much you know Malachi is in their ear. Or I'm also sure how much any past conversations or arguments may have kind of strained a the relationship there. But definitely something needs to change for him. He can do who he can help that show.
0: Send him back to NXT. NXT going to CW. He can he could be he could be the flag bearer of that show. That's that's where I remember my love of the takeovers from Al um, Alister Black. Take him back, mm-hmm. Rodiza. Put him on the CW. He can go with all them old school black shows that we used to watch on UPN. He'd fit right in. He's married to (laughs) Zelina, so we know we know he liked the. the He got he got some flavor. He got some flavor. He
1: got some flavor. Shout that out with her slipper and everything. (laughs) So you just you just let the cat out of the bag on WWE under their corporate website. They talk about the CW network has exclusive NXT for five years. Mm. they're going to be airing live event well, their episodes starting October, 2024. We knew that all of these wrestling companies, they're, they're finding different streaming deals and, and all this other stuff. But to land on CW, I guess my biggest thing is out of this news. And I had to pull it up to make sure CW is on, reaches a hundred percent of all television households. So if you think about on a, on a cable TV, Or there's only so many households that they reached. Not every channel, or not every cable has USA or whatever. But for everybody who has, I guess, the box, the digital box, whatever you call it, can access CW. This is huge. So that was like the biggest thing for me that they're about to have a live deal on national broadcasting television that can be in pretty much everybody household who has a television.
0: I didn't. I know there's a lot of conflicting numbers on like what the dollars are with this deal. Regardless, we know that it's a significant amount more than what they're getting now. I've seen 15 million a year. I saw 30 million. So like, I'm sure that stuff will get flushed out. Maybe even by the time you guys hear this uh, or the next few days, we'll kind of actually hear what this looks like per year. But shout out to them, man. Like now, They're saying allegedly it's going to stay on Tuesday. That was one of the things. And I think Variety or somebody, or Hollywood reporter, somebody reported that now, like, okay, Raw's up. Raw's up next now. And they could be somewhere completely different than USA. And what I'm excited for is get them off USA and get that show to two hours.
1: That would be lovely.
0: That would be incredible. That yeah, would, would be, be Probably the best news that we could get around WWE programming is Monday Night Raw is or who knows what day it'll be on. But whatever day. Give me give me two hours. I ain't gonna have no complaints. I'm good. Who will be losing
2: money in that deal though?
0: Well it depends. It depends on where they go. So that's the thing, because if if it's not USA, because you at that you've already set the barometer with USA. that hey, we got yeah. three hours, this is how much you can charge. Advertisers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hopefully, they don't go to a streaming service. I saw that too. I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think you put CW with right NXT you, right, and, then, and then put them on a put streaming. All like yeah, yeah, behind a be whip, like that.
1: But
2: who who would who would be who would lose the commercial revenue that they would lose from that third hour? Like, would that be?
1: It would be the network, I mean?
2: like right. So, like you think about, it, so the network is going to pay pay for a Raw with one less hour and they get, you know, less. I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I well, guess the like same they'll...
0: No, They're gonna, they gonna pay
2: more and lose?
0: Well, what's what SmackDown... Which what SmackDown is going to USA, right? Yes. Okay. And SmackDown got a pretty significant dollar. That's only two hours. So if USA was willing to pay for SmackDown for two hours you would think they would be able to sell raw somewhere else for just two hours mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just i'm looking at this not from dollars and cents of course dollars and cents i'm sure they may try to sell it for four hours a week i'm talking about just as a fan yeah. if you can cut that yeah, show to two hours oh, man sure. oh man
2: oh for sure so much better we, so much everyone better. wants that show to be two hours
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so much better but yeah but shout out to them that came out of nowhere uh, you know, it was a rumor that NWA was about to sign with CW and then they had my man snorting coke on a pay-per-view oh, a couple weeks ago. And then the word came out after that, that, okay, their CW uh, deal is in jeopardy. But according to everything that came out surrounding NXT to CW, th- this has been in the talks for a while. So I don't yeah. think it was, oh, as soon as my man was snorting cocaine, they were hey, like, let's, all let's, right. Let's, hey, let's, let's stay there for a second though, man. Like... <laughs>
2: What the hell do they be thinking, man? Like I like there's not many people that I say, hey, I don't like without actually knowing. But I don't like Billy Corgan. Like he says some dumb ass shit. And <laughs> and like what a dumb angle that you run, man. Like wh- what Charco I'm, so, okay. I'm never giving his his show a chance, man. If, it, if I'm I good. have
0: to if I have to play devil's advocate. If I had to play devil's advocate. One, it was on pay-per-view, so it wasn't on television. Two, if you are trying to set up your promotion like a TV show. People do drugs in every single gangster show and hood show and party show. There's drug uses everywhere. So if you want to take it that way, you could say that. Hey, if these people are playing characters, that's what it should look like. That's, But that's when you kind of go into... Yeah, wrestling is entertainment. Wrestling is scripted. But it's a different type of scripted than me turning on a regular TV show and watching whatever they're doing. There's some things you just can't get away with. And I think that's one of them. Yeah, wrestling always has a stigma. He should have known. Like, yeah, like, hey, you know you're about to try to shop your show. Let's make sure we don't do anything that could put our show at risk. And I think having one of your people snort cocaine on a wrestling show, it's probably in that in that realm.
1: Hey, don't cancel me, everybody. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a poorly placed joke here. I know one company that absolutely can get down with somebody storing some coke.
0: Oh, who is that, Jesus?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What is known not needing to be said. <laughs> he will welcome him up with open arms, especially if it's quality grade too. <laughs> Come on over. Come on over. Wednesdays and Fridays and even on saturdays sometimes. Let's go. Oh, wow.
2: Uh uh uh. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited for NXT, man. I think that's a, it's a is a big move for them. Um I think that NXT is slowly, maybe not slowly, quickly becoming the show that Triple H always envisioned it being. Like right a viable true brand, right? Is it is developmental? Right, they got their young guys, but they got them mixing with veteran talent. Got them rebuilding their careers on there, and maybe get them hot back for the, the the two top shows. But you know, if you're on CW, and if you can get close to a, a million views, is that is that not a
0: full fledged brand at that point? One hundred percent. But now, I but but now I wonder, what does the next eleven months look like? With NXT on USA. We knew that they were doing the crossover. With the main roster talent on NXT. To drive ratings. To drive that price up. Because they were in negotiations. Mm -hmm. For the deal. Now that you got the deal. Does anything change with the show at all? You know what I mean? Like do they pull back now? Or do they go even harder. Closer to when it. You know closer to next October. So you get that incredible lead in. To CW. So it's going to be interesting just to see what it looks like for the next 11 months with NXT. But I like NXT uh, a lot, a whole lot. And it's probably, it's it's already taken a spot where before I would just like, I would tune in if I had to. When I say had to, like somebody told me something was good. Okay, let me check it out. Or I would go on YouTube and watch the clips for the last, I mean, we've talked about it for the last couple months now. Mm -hmm. Like some part of that show was being watched every week if not the entire show there's still some things that i'll fast forward through that like yeah. just does not pique my interest but mm-hmm. the majority of nxt weekly I've, I've watched i'm consuming
2: oh yeah it's it's in my rotation I, I make it a point to watch nxt but as you said there's certain things i don't like i might fast forward through um but i make it a point every week to watch that show and at least you know majority of it and i, I it's an exciting time for that company and for that brand i love to see what's Next four because like I think even back in the day, right? We always they had these guys just sitting at home, sitting and catering. You're like, man, give these guys something to do. Drop yep. down to NXT, like have them interact with some of those guys. Maybe you might, you know, put a, a, a fire underneath them. Um, but Matt Rhodesia, uh, we talked a little bit about the numbers. Did you guys see the is it the S E C Yep? Um, is that an acronym or is it actually it's an acronym. Okay, are you guys familiar with that is? Actually, do you guys yes. know? Because okay, yeah, I, I I didn't like right cause I was like I kept seeing these comments about Vince McMahon, and I didn't understand like why they kept bringing this man's name up. Like we know he what did something. He man. did something again. That's what I'm like. Did he do something again? Like why? Like why is this information keep coming out about Vince McMahon? How he's like he could be a, a liability to the company. So then I had to look at what SEC was, right? It's a, I guess it's a independent, like a
1: firm or something that kind of- It's an agency. Agency that kind of
2: goes over the- the...
1: So it's a securities exchange commission. And what they do is they kind of oversee the buying and selling of shares of companies. They want to make sure that if there's mergers, those kind of things that it passes kind of like their agency overlook and they can block it sometimes. Can they block it? Oh, Let me shit. think about it. No, I don't think they can block it. I, maybe they can. I, I don't remember that much of it. But the SEC is pretty much the ruler over the changing of companies. You are a corporation and you want to sell to somewhere else. If you have shares, you have to make sure that it gets cleared. That's why a lot of times if you have like banks that merge together, it has to get cleared or approved by the SEC. So maybe they say, hey, this dude allegedly has been doing some things that was bad, maybe using companies' money to pay off people. They may not like that.
0: So they filed on Tuesday, Mr. McMahon's membership on our board could have adverse financial and operational impact on our business. It says it could expose them to negative publicity and have adverse financial and operational impact on business. Yikes. They are and trying to get him smoothed up out of any types of dealings with that company. And yeah. this
2: was a, a similar, what they said on the last Statement. So I was reading a little bit further. They're saying they also give an overview of of the company being traded at that time, right? So this is something they have to. I guess they feel is needed to say to let you know potential buyers of stock, et cetera, know about what's going on with the company. So the, pretty much, SEC is just saying Mr. McMahon is bad
1: for for the business (laughs) the irony
0: there
1: right the irony there we've heard
0: what was best for business this entire time (laughs) not knowing it was not vince mcmahon shout out to vince for putting the game on and letting us know years ago he called it he called his own downfall Mm. he wasn't best for business Mm. and so essentially every time Mm.
2: sec um does these investigations this is almost going to pretty much be like a a copy and paste on every statement Essentially, it, until, he out, Man, right? until he gets out, right? Until, or I mean, you know, just let people know that, like, so what they're also saying is that based on the allegations and things that are going on behind the scenes with him, that more things could possibly, I guess, come out that can negatively impact their business.
1: But see, here's my my thing. My only experience, like I said, has been a few years with my experience with knowing that kind of lingo. In order to make the deal final, like the TKO merger. It was always my imp- uh, my impression that the SEC had to approve it before that even happened, before it was finalized. So I don't know why it's like almost retroactive. So there has to be some other stuff that I'm just not understanding or remembering because that's usually before things can, can go through.
2: It's, mm. it's definitely very interesting because, you know, TKO, and of course, you know, just like the NBA teams, et cetera, they do their research on individuals and what's going on you know, prior to making these deals, right? And they kind of investigate, so they kind of know what's going on with these people. And they wanted Vince McMahon to be part of this deal. They wanted him back in some type of position. They knew what was going on with this man in the background, so they still took the chance and brought him in. So maybe inside TKO is like, yeah, we know what's going on with Vince, but we don't think it's going to adversely affect our business, regardless of what the SEC says about Vince is dealing with uh with the company.
0: I think they brought him back just as a figurehead for anybody who knows Vince is connected to WWE. He's here, so when they do this whole thing, once we get everything signed, we'll force him out. And I and I think we're seeing that pretty.
2: But can't they force him out? Doesn't he consistent. have
0: like a? Does he have like fifty one percent? He can't be forced mm-hmm. out, right? I don't think so.
1: Not anymore. 50, yeah. If I remember, if I remember correctly, he doesn't have fifty one percent. Ugh. I just remember reading it, and when they had said the different titles of all the different people, that definitely, uh, what's his name, the the owner of TKO, he is the the boss, um, and that for some reason yeah. I'm like, this is the first time that WWE is not the family is no longer primary owner of WWE, yeah. so they can't. Yeah, force he definitely,
2: him definitely out. works for Ari. Yep, he definitely works Ari, for Ari. 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 Yeah. Yep. He definitely works for Ari, but uh, and again. You know this. This look in some ways. This is the barbershop, right? We don't know all the details. We just talk right. about. It. We we talk about the booty that's going on. Um, but I, I believe there's some kind of I don't know if it's a pause or how the contracts are worded that Vince can't be put out, but he mm. can. But he can have take power taken away from him, right? So just like as, you know, uh, Ari said, look, Chip H is head of creative. Let him do his thing. Vince, shut the hell up.
0: Go go to Saudi with Taker and watch boxing. Mm. <laughs> Stay mm. in that lane. That that is your lane mm. right there. Um, let's let's switch real quick before we get out of here. Full Gear is next weekend, guys.
1: No, no way, no way.
0: Full Gear is oh, next no weekend. Survivor Series is in two weeks. No mm. way. So far we have one, two, three, four, five matches Dang. announced. We got Sting, Adam Copeland, and Darby Allen versus Christian, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. We got Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley two for the AEW International title. We got Sheeta versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's title. Swerve versus Hangman Adam Page, too. And then the main event is MJF versus Jay White for the AEW World Heavyweight title. Shit! I'm sure they're going to announce more matches, of course, tonight on Dynamite and Collision, and then next week, because they're only at five, and I think they usually get to about 12 matches or so, so they still got half a car to announce but we you know we talked pretty in depth on sunday just surrounding some of the questionable decisions and like the fan base not really being as high on AEW as they used to be even the most hardcore AEW fans if you let social media tell it and looking at some of these attendance numbers my question to you one what do you think about the card so far but two is AEW in a break glass in case of an emergency situation with this show to try to do something to get some momentum going for their company? Or do you just stay the course? I definitely
2: think that something needs to happen to get some some additional buzz. But I don't think they know what that is. Yeah, I sure the heck don't. To be quite honest with you, I mean, I don't know. What are you thinking, Rhodesia.
1: Real quick on the break glass question. That card that you just said right there, and again, this has never been Tony's issue. He's been a great booker. That is a fire-ass card. Mm -hmm. I am looking forward to every single one of those matches that was just announced there, like a lot. Um, Break glass in case of emergency, not yet. And to me, I feel like it is only a break glass in case of emergency if MJF is not signed yet. Um, Just because it's kind of like... If you know that you are a a spouse of somebody who's a tax accountant, you know, January through April 15th, they're going to be super busy. So their time for you as a relationship, as a couple, is going to be spread thin. I think they can be preparing for this already. WWE is going into Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Mania time. Not saying they're conceding, not saying that at all, but I think they're anticipating kind of, and then all the sports too, they're kind of going to have lower numbers. I think they already kind of anticipate that. But if they have not signed MJF, their biggest talent, then absolutely this is a break glass when needed.
0: And you're saying that, so you're saying bring somebody from the outside in? Are you saying take the belt off MJF? So what is your break? So, yes, I, prob-
1: I probably would say that. If he is not signed already, you got to take it off of him because you're going to have to build somebody up to that point already because when he leaves in January, now you're going to have egg on your face. Because now this guy has been so big, so blown up. Unless you're trying to give him a hero's farewell, but I just don't think that they should do that if that is the case. Well,
0: don't forget, December's pay-per-view is in his hometown. So he's going to have the belt going into December. <laughs> so we know that part. Oh,
1: this is going to be a 30th. Montreal Screwjob Part 2.
0: That could be the, the, the big storyline, though. <laughs> yeah. No, that could be. That could be the big storyline that maybe Adam Cole costs him the title, mm-hmm. or we, or that—that's that's the night. Maybe we get the revelation of who the the devil is, and that cost him. Come December thirtieth, but that could be the major storyline that takes them into the new year. So, do you guys think that he's signed yet? I you know, said, here's yeah. the
2: thing. thing, Paul. I mean, guys, we got to pause on all this. I mean,
1: I said, Paul, who's a Paul?
2: We got to take a pause on <laughs> all this. Like, Tony Khan is is a is a lot of things, right? But this man has. MJF all over his shows. All over mm-hmm. his shows. He has like 12 different running storylines right now. Like, right? Champions. He can't be building his shows like this around one man and not have him on ink.
0: <laughs> and he's not exactly. He, he can't. Like, exactly. like it's,
2: I mean, he he's not that bad of a businessman. He's running a whole-ass football team. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Say what you want about AEW, the company is doing really well. It's like one of the, the probably one of the best four-year, five-year brand companies ever in wrestling. Oh, I mean, outside of
0: uh, WWE,
2: 100%. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it has to be, right? So the man's not stupid. He there, there has to be some kind of long-term deal for MJF. I think he's working at this point about the the bidding war. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's already signed. Because if he's not, if 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 MJF walks off AEW TV after being on like eight hours of AEW programming, on to WWE. The we, yep,
1: he champion. be canny. Yep, mm-hmm.
2: like, all right, what that I say
0: about that
2: man? That yeah, what did I say about that man? What did I
0: say about that man? And it, it wouldn't be a death blow, but
1: oh that, that it, would, no,
0: that would hurt. That would hurt worse than anything else that could possibly happen.
1: I think it is a death blow because now you yeah. just built this person. You wrapped this mofo up with a bow and you just gave it to WWE. Just
2: gave it to him.
1: Mm-mm. Like, right,
2: what would that say? I think that would hurt, like, strike his reputation, too. I think like, so, too. Like, that's such horrible for business that you would build this man this way and just to let him go.
0: That's why I can't see it. I can't see I, it. Can't I mean, see even it giving him a pay per view in his hometown, December 30th. Like, that is two days before January 1st. It all just, it, it just,
1: it that can't be. Montreal part two. I would
0: love to know from the listeners, what you guys think, is MJ, is MJF signed or not? Hit us up on X or- Signed to AW. On, on YouTube. Yes, yeah, he's he to <laughs> Well, he can't be signing real. Oh, you're right,
1: time. you're right, you're right. You can, yeah, yeah.
0: But we know, I'm about 90% sure, Osprey, I ain't gonna say 90. I'll probably go 70-30. He's going to AEW. So that's why I said it's not a death blow. And there's a lot of contracts guys on both sides. That's going to be up next year. So it would hurt for sure. I think they will lose a lot, but it's not like, okay, wrap up business. Business is over.
2: Helen, let's stay with um, Ada real quick about Tony Storm. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you guys think about her, like, her progression as a character?
1: Chin up and tits out.
2: Right, because she has a butler now, right? Got Luther as her butler. Like right, they, they—I I don't know who is is friends with Luther, but they they find stuff for this man. Jericho again. is. Jericho is okay.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah.
2: And so he has a butler. I, I'm not sure how much he he's going to add to the act. Um, but you know, there's another rumor that Mariah may.
0: Mm-hmm. Spoiler may alert! Coming. If you don't, don't want to hear, spoiler alert.
2: Oh, you are going to get look if you're if you're listening to our show. You want the spoilers. You want all of it. But You, want all, May, of it. you want all of it. You want to eat. You want to eat
1: minutes. Zoe, and you want all of it. You take all of it. Take it. I don't
2: want to <laughs> eat. I don't want to eat Zoe. I don't
1: know. Well, you was talking about some seasoning, salt lorries and he some and did. some red all hot Frank's red pepper. hot. So yeah. Had the
2: dreams of Naya. My stomach's starting to hurt. But um. <laughs> but what do you think? Do you think that they're doing to like when there's a good thing? in AEW, I feel like they start doing too much with it. Do you think they're doing too much with with, with Tony?
0: Tony, Mm -hmm.
1: I think this is cool for Tony because I think if they would have kept doing what they've been doing for the last month, then we would be talking about what we did on the last episode that they just take it and run it to it's boring and stale now. I'm okay with that because it is progressing her and her storyline. I'm okay with that.
2: You think the butler's adding to the act?
1: Maybe or maybe not. I I don't know that answer quite yet, but I'm happy that it's something different. It's another element to it. And if she's going into this title, I guess probably the next question would be, do we think she's going to win it from Sheeta? That might be another question.
0: My hope is Mariah calls Sheeta the match. Okay. Yeah. And then Tony wins it. But once again, man, sheeta has been putting on some bangers too. Like she's always misconsistent. But I, I just think there's a ton of money in Tony Storm. So to, to answer your question, E, no, I don't think it's too much um, because she's going to have her own little fantasy world around her. And that character should. And then just right. to think about where she was 60 days ago with Outkast. As an afterthought. And she was the freaking
1: champion and she was an afterthought. Like, just look at the, how that changed.
2: I just hope that, um, like, from a character standpoint, she's really starting to, to really click. Mm-hmm. And what you don't want to do is start interjecting things that can kind of throw off the chemistry of what she's doing right so she's not able to kind of bounce off these off luther and mariah right it'll kind of start dragging the gimmick down if it's not like a chemistry
1: i appreciate that
2: those with those people so that's my only concern i mean you know me she she might be really good friends with mariah right and they already have a good you know, um, backstage chemistry And, you know, Luther might be her Might be her homeboy, right? They talk all on the phone all the time So they already got that chemistry, You who knows um, But yeah, I am just interested was I was you interested know, in to case. see what y'all guys thought
1: I have one thing On AEW Orange Cassidy, so we know he dropped it After being like the workhorse Probably one of the greatest reigns We even talked about who had a better reign So far, Gunther or Orange Cassidy He wins it back starts to show almost dynamite almost every week and now i'm just not behind him anymore i really feel him dropping it just really made my fandom from him kind of just go away oh am i the only one that feel that way on this show
0: Mm -mm. and part of it is because you the reason why well for me is we know moxie was never supposed to lose it After. That happened. He wasn't supposed to lose it to Phoenix. So we know he's getting it back. And I say that because they've done really nothing with Orange Cassidy since he won it back. So you can tell it was kind of like a holding pattern. So, and Moxley cut a hell of a promo last week. <laughs> Talking about this match at full gear, which he always does great with the promos. So we'll see how that match turns out. And then we kind of go from there. But, yeah, we knew this wasn't the original plan. And we even talked about this on Sunday. Like, they have plans. And then when something happens, okay, well, how do we bounce back from that plan? When do we pull the trigger? When do we put, you know, the gas down? When do we take the gas off? I think this is one of those situations where Tony has a plan. And if something happens, it just feels like everything is in a holding pattern until he can get back to that. And I I respect it on one instance, because if the original plans are great, you don't want to deviate from it, but then that's when you got to get some ideas on, okay, if Mox is out for, 45 days, 60 days, or we don't know when he's coming back. What can we do with Oren Cassidy to keep him hot? And to me, just throwing him in matches isn't how you keep somebody hot.
1: And so now that you say that, that just went ding, ding, ding in my head. I think that Tony is learning from that by having MJF affiliated with so many different people. Because if one storyline goes down, there's already something that's there with somebody else. So again, I don't know if he did that by design. I'm telling but you. But I think that's why it's like that. The
0: entire December pay-per-view is his matches. He's wrestling Mm -hmm. the 10 times on that show. He's defending the title in every single match. That's the way it needs to be. But I'll tell you what's funny. You brought up like Orange Cassidy and then, you know, Gunther's title reign. When we were having those conversations, why didn't we ever bring up MJF's title reign?
1: Well, because to me they weren't a workhorse like orange cassidy was and they didn't bring the title of the ic championship to this newfound glorious um pedestal i just i just didn't compare it i mean because remember i wasn't really rocking with mjf back then i just said last episode that mjf could wrestle. so that's right. there's right. he progression here, here for me he was,
0: he was a crackhead <laughs> in your eyes as of episode 78 you're right my bad but yeah he, we, we didn't bring up MJF's and I mean we gotta probably start talking about Seth's run too. Seth now has been the champion for hell what probably well, okay. half a year right or something like that. Didn't he when get did that film, like, in it? April? It uh, he got it, it after Mania. At right? Backlash, yeah. right? Wasn't it Backlash? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was no, it was the Saudi show. So I, oh, thought, okay. I thought they hit Saudi.
2: Yeah, not quite a year then. Yeah,
0: you no, know, it's about half a year.
2: Yeah, not why yeah or so. You know, it, it's um, I don't want to say MJF MJF's run has been flat for me, but it's not. It hasn't been hot for me either. Um, I don't know, I don't know what specifically it is. Um, I don't like all these storylines that he's in. I'm not sure what's supposed to be important, and I forget about half of them. Like we. Like we we didn't talk we have we talked about the devil storyline, like right that's they've been running that for 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 months now, like right. But, but that's they're doing one. eight different well, storylines. No, when we didn't talk about it.
0: Yeah, it hasn't been months just because that happened. Uh, the same show where Adam Cole broke his ankle, and I think that was only a month ago. So hasn't been months on that. But also that's another one. I'm sure they've paused kind of what they were doing with that. Because there's no way Adam Cole wasn't involved in that storyline. Who knows? There's still some conspiracy theories out there that he really didn't break his ankle and he is going to be shown as the devil. That's crazy. That's he, definitely <laughs> he definitely broke something. He definitely
1: he jumped down that row. I think so in too. that ring.
0: But that would be incredible. If they if they somehow gimmicked everybody and kayfabed everybody and his leg is just fine. That would go down. I'd be like, all right, all right, y'all, y'all got that one.
2: But, we'll, we'll but how, how do you feel about MJF's uh, face run, though? I think he definitely plays a, a, a likable character, right?
0: For sure. And uh, all he does is I was telling uh, Rhodesia a few weeks ago that like all he's doing, if you don't know like '80s baby face, th- that's what MJF is playing. He is the over the top. 80s baby face, but he's the only person that can get a- away with it because we love MJF so much. I've been I've been enjoying this run. I've been asking for him to be a face. It just sucks though that his run right now is during a time where attendance isn't the best. Right. Like I don't want this to be looked back. Like we look at Brett's run back in the nineties as like tarnished because it was at a horrible time period for WWE's business. Yep. And even though they're doing great on pay-per-view and I'm sure they're going to do a great number again for full gear, but we're seeing like collisions, ratings, we're seeing these attendance numbers. I just don't want years from now, we look back and we just look at the numbers and say like, oh man, when MJF was on top he couldn't do anything.
2: And last I'm... thing on this, so on this full gear we got MJF against the Gun Boys. Right? I'm pretty sure Samoa Joe's going to be the partner. Then he's going to wrestle a whole last match with Jay, with with uh, Jay White, and probably win. Damn, he's the Superman!
0: He's this Superman. Winning. Hey, man, so is Cody, we or not? He's he's so, not- is he- so is Cena. So is Cena. Like he's Superman too. So like it's okay to have some of these superhero baby faces. No, these
2: these dudes wasn't wrestling twice in one night, squashing a team and then going on and winning a match later on in the night. They wasn't. They not doing
0: that. Not not one night, guys. Well,
1: Joe can handle the guns by himself. So there you go. He just won't tag in, right?
0: That would be funny. I don't think that's gonna happen.
1: That would be funny though. <laughs> Joe, Joe will uh, drag him into the ring.
0: So the last question, then we can get out of here because we kind of just booked like December thirtieth. We, I think we all hope that he's under contract with AEW. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do
0: we get? Do we get a major storyline coming out of that show? Like, is there a? cliffhanger at the end of that pay-per-view where we're just like, all right, we're off and running. Or is it just a normal pay-per-view in MJF's hometown? He goes over, everything's beautiful. And then we just see what happens the next week on dynamite.
1: Let's take the former. Yes. We will be leaving like, Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to tune into dynamite.
2: I can't call it. Y'all. I don't know what the hell they doing on that show, man. I don't, I have no, I idea. think they
1: have to,
0: I think they have to. I don't know if it's going to be a screw job, but something has to happen on that show that we were just like, alright, here we go. We're off We're off to the races.
2: But you know what, though, man? They try so hard for this type of stuff, man. I think they try so hard to create these swervy, you know, fanboy type scenarios, man. They just fall flat, man. I just almost think that, man, if they just do booking one-on-one and just actually just try to do an old school solid storyline you know they'll be better off man i think they spend too much time trying to find like you it's know, like they, they try to hit that uh do that that home run pitch like with that mm-hmm. thing that can just and what like you know like if they just actually do something this solid like solid I'm having a hard time putting it into words, but but they, they I feel like they, they try to do too much. You're saying, I
0: you're like saying, that, you're saying, you're saying, I like that you saying go for singles and doubles and not a home run every single time up at bat, is what you're saying.
2: You know what? I have no idea anything about baseball, but I'm a. trust <laughs> Sounds you, about right, huh? So, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, see, I see. Okay, so, again, I can appreciate that comment, too, Ishan, but... I like that there's been times where I've watched AEW and I was like oh shoot I didn't even think that was going to happen oh shoot that person dropped the title now of course how it looks on the other side of that that's another story but I am surprised sometimes when I see AEW I like that where in WWE I don't really get surprised unless somebody's returning back I like that in, in AEW I, I do so maybe I am the again we, I like high flying quick quick matches boom 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 pow pow flips and grips and whatever y'all call it I like that but I don't but get you know surprised what? that much in WWE.
2: You know what it is on AW? It's kind of like, um, like a kid in the candy store. Like, right? Let a kid go in the candy store. Everything is free. Eat what you want. And the kids are going ham in there. They eating two hands, shoving everything in their mouth. After a while, they get sick and they pass out. They wake mm-hmm. up, throw up, go back at it again, right? After a little while, they get so sick, like, damn, I can't do it no more. I've had too much. And that's what AEW is. It's too much. All that that you like, there's too much of it. So it's happened so often, so much that you don't care about what it happened last week, because like something else to pop it off this week. Something popped off earlier in the show. Later on in the show, like this swerve happened. Like there's so many things that happen in so in so little time that you can't really even consume it all properly, right? Well, and, call and me and a then... kid,
1: cause I when you said that that sounded like heaven. Give me <laughs> as much candy as I can. I'd be gluttonized I just made up a word Gluttonized laying on the floor pass out in my own vomit Give it to yeah.
2: me Yeah and that's not an ideal state For
0: most people And that's why most people Ain't watching the show
1: and, <laughs> Or, or going and- to the show <laughs>
0: Well I was gonna say That was easier to take care of And handle When we didn't have collision Right You just had dynamite Cause like that's been a thing forever We would say just Slow down guys Just slow down the tad Just like Let us understand what we're watching Just slow down but when now you're talking about them putting on five hours of TV a week and it sucks like rampage I, I heard rampage has been like pretty good. They had the awesome triple-threat so kind of Nice idea. I didn't, I didn't yeah. even check it out But I think they only did like 286 thousand viewers like people are Damn. tuning out of rampage Damn, Hey, so-
2: didn't they say Didn't they say that rampage beat collision last week? No, I don't think so look that we might have looked that up
0: and come back to that. I think they actually did <laughs> Yikes. Jeez. Well, everything is, does not go down to ratings. We know that already. There's a ton of people who watch YouTube and just clips on internet and DVR. But for sure, um, we'll see. We we will see. Hey, I, back in the day, I was watching like six
2: hours of dark on YouTube. So I can't say too much.
0: That's you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying though. And I think they were getting like fifty thousand views like a week or something like that. It would be it would be great. And I don't even know what I would do different. It would just be awesome if like. They could just like reset, like they legit just have a reset button, and Tony comes out with one of his important announcements. He just says, <laughs> oh, "Hey guys, we're resetting everything, and that's zero, it." And then, everybody zero, zero, yep. everybody's
1: zero wins, zero losses. Everything, like storylines, are completely. There's two belts. Reset. A mid you don't belt know and a if somebody's a
0: face or a heel until they come out and you look at which way they walk. So now, oh, okay, so they're a face now. I just, it would be cool if they just hit a massive reset button because that's what kind of just feels like is needed.
1: It's the day after Mania. Right or now, I guess yeah. the week after, maybe.
0: Hey, this is going to be like one of the moments. Remember
2: when um, Vince McMahon and Stephanie and Shane yeah. had yeah. that raw? They said, we hear you. Nothing changed.
0: Nothing.
1: <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
0: I got so excited. We all Nothing did. Changed.
1: We were like, yeah, it's, it's
2: about to be different. <laughs> <laughs> they, they heard us. <laughs> the next week was the same old stuff.
1: And Insulted my intelligence one of the many times.
0: Oh, man. It's a wrap. Let's wrap this thing. Get on up out of here. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we already talked about the socials. We talked about the YouTubes. We asked you guys to follow us and do all that. That is it. We about to hear. We will talk to you guys on Sunday. Have a good one.